0: and am the author of Soil Sisters, a toolkit for women farmers. The In Her Boots podcast celebrates the collaborative spirit of us women farmers and all women working to transform our food system and steward our land, sharing ideas and inspiration with each other. Whether you're a woman with a dream of starting your own farm or already have your hands deep in the soil, there's something for you here. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss anything. Today we continue our conversation with marketing entrepreneur Diane Lohr, as we talk about how simply sharing who you are and telling your authentic story can be the most effective form of marketing, especially for us women farmers. Be yourself, talk about what you're passionate about, and sell that garlic along the way. Diane is a marketing professional with a love for healthy food and owns and operates Adunate Word & Design, which specializes in helping food and agricultural organizations grow their business. She grew up eating homemade granola and carob in the 1960s and 70s, was involved in the dairy industry in the 1980s, and today lives on a small farm with her husband where they raise a majority of their own food. We are back with Di Lore talking about marketing, telling our stories as women farmers, and how that all fits into creating a successful farm business. And we're going to, today, dial into a bit more of looking at that marketing from a female farming lens, right? Because Mm -hmm. it's something, I don't want to say it doesn't come naturally to women, but when we start giving it labels, like selling yourself or advertising your business, it gets awkward, right? I mean, we don't feel as comfortable, Mm -hmm. but I love how you approach things from the sharing who you are side of things and the storytelling, or what advice can you give us as women in Connecting those dots.
1: Yeah, that's very good. Um, I was exceptionally glad that you suggested this topic because, oh, that's me to a T. And I think if I can speak generally, um, it's many women. Mm -hmm. Um, I find it hard to talk about myself, market myself. And as a small business owner, I've had to really become a student of marketing to learn how to do it. to take responsibility for it, I think we women are just n- by nature less forceful, less in your face, and from everything I read, we've been conditioned basically to be that good girl and not brag about yourself or talk too much about yourself. So that's yeah. affected how we come out in market. It's been generations yeah. of that, yeah. So, what advice would
0: you give, or what are some ways we can look at things a little differently? to integrate that, I'll call it sharing of our story like Mm -hmm. you do, because that's what it's about, right? It's not marketing in the in-your-face billboard way. Correct. But there's ways we can be ourselves, talk about what
1: we're passionate about, and sell some garlic as we go, right? (laughs) Yeah. And we have to take the responsibility to do this. And I thought about it a lot, and I came up with two ideas. Um, It's... What I follow and what I've read, and I just kind of condensed it into these two ideas. And the first one is, marketing is not about you. It's about your product. Mm -hmm. And secondly, women have to market differently than men because we are different people. And so if we go back to that first one that marketing is not about you, it's about your product, we have to stop thinking in terms of ourselves. We have to stop feeling self-conscious about how (laughs) we sound or how we look, because it is not about us. It's about our product. And instead, we need to focus on being a a greater service. Our product offers a service to someone else. And that's what we are promoting. Not ourselves, our product. And that, I
0: think, would be an easier thing to talk about, too, in mm -hmm. that, well, that's what we're all about, right? That garlic, for example, of how you grew it, how you use it to cook with it. mm -hmm. It's a conversation that's very easy and natural to have. Yeah.
1: I was thinking of you, Lisa. You are so good at marketing all the work you're doing. And in terms of the In Her Boots, you're not talking about yourself, what you do. You're talking about what In Her Boots offers to women farmers. It's interesting you say that because we designed the In Her Boots workshop around
0: that women's learning model of Mm -hmm. sharing and a circle and very collaborative. And that would too be a big part of marketing in that we very naturally as women share business, right? Share ideas, Mm -hmm. share who needs what and, and make those connections
1: that in the long run support everybody, right? Exactly. Yep. That's what makes women unique and very special. Yeah. We see that in our... Our
0: farm stay community by me where again, people often when they look at it from the outside don't realize, well, why would you want more farmstays? They're competition with each other. But if you were traveling and you just saw one farm stay, that would be okay. But if you saw like a dozen, just say, this is the place to go, yeah, right?
1: This is a tourist and area. I want to be there. All
0: of the ones that started with women farmers, we totally help each other. And how do you navigate health department? Or you know, mm-hmm. to the point of Uh, We'll we'll keep the parties nameless, but one woman who was about to start went to the other woman's farm when the state inspector came to do it and pretended she was the cleaning lady, (laughs) which I thought was absolutely brilliant Brilliant. on all accounts because she could see exactly where he poked around and what he did, and Mm -hmm. she passed with flying colors. He loved her. So so yeah,
1: but this is not normal business tactics, Mm -hmm. right? But that's how we women are. We do things differently, which comes... Back to the marketing differently. Um, It may seem out of the box, but it's not. It's just going through a different door, basically. Um, And that's what we have to think about in our marketing. Um, If we talk about the changes in marketing, you know, it used to be that more direct, in your face way of marketing. Many times that's not going to work for us as women because we are different, and we've come up with a different way, and that is in the internet. And interestingly so, it's the internet who developed, or women who developed the internet way of marketing. We were the first bloggers. We were the ones that connected social media, Facebook and Instagram to our products, Um It's just a more, again, nurturing, caring way of coming across with a message. And that's who we are as people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just fits, for the most part, the natural characteristics of women.
0: Yeah. And it can be creative too, right? Mm -hmm. And colorful. And uh, what I find really inspiring about, particularly social media, particularly Instagram, for a lot of women farmers who may not be the most extroverted people, I'm thinking of a couple women in mind who, Oh, I'm going to say they have different personas online, but they're able to share in ways that they just might not be as apt to do at the farmer's market stand. Right. But in it's person. it's super personal. Mm-hmm. And and they share highs and lows. And our field just flooded. And yep. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or or the highs and joys of, of new, gosh, you know, pictures of new baby goats. Always, always exactly. a bad Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, it's, it's an opportunity to do that that... Would you, I mean, would you say it's working in the sense of by, because it's not, it's not a, how can I phrase this? It's not as specific as you bought an ad in, you know, this mm-hmm. brochure and 10 people
1: told you they saw that brochure. It's not as trackable as that. Correct. Yep. There's, um, and your results are so long range. Um, for example, I recently got a new customer who found me from something I posted years ago. Wow, so be careful what you
0: post. Exactly.
1: (laughs) So like you said, there's no accounting for it, no way of tracking, and the results come very differently. Um, So your whole mindset has to think differently. But the Internet, for uh, the woman who finds it hard to um, self-market face-to-face. The internet is a great place to start. As you said, you can do things online. You can carry conversations online. You can talk about yourself, your product, um, easier online. And then once you've established that and feel comfortable doing that, you can start to take that out into the personal aspect of your self-marketing.
0: Mm-hmm. And would you recommend...
1: I guess what I was just saying, even of sharing the highs and
0: lows in that, because that again, that, that defies common, I don't know, common
1: business Mm -hmm. strategies, right? Why would you, why would you Instagram a picture of a flooded field? Exactly. (laughs) But it's real. That goes back, it is. And that goes back to that change in style of marketing where your consumer wants information, They want to know your story, all your story, your highs and lows, what your passion is. Why are you sticking with this, even though your field is flooding? Um, Then they want to develop that relationship. They want to be able to go to their friends and say, "Ah, the Amish paste is going to be ready. I can't wait to make my tomato jam. (laughs) They want to feel like they're part of your farm, like they have an ownership in it, even though they're just going online to see your pictures. That's enables them to have that. And that's what people want these days. And it really, too,
0: can drive that fresh and seasonal message, Mm -hmm. right? It's interesting. I was talking with a friend who is a farmer's market manager out in California, and I hadn't looked at it from this perspective where she talked about, you know, my role as a farmer's market manager is to get people to the market. It's a farmer's responsibility to get them to their booth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's where... Particularly, she was recommending like farmers when they're at the market to post from there. You know, just a couple of <gasps> what they've got that day, what's what's mm-hmm. what's current and urgent, and why somebody would want to go there. And then if all the farmers are doing that, then that yeah. really collectively creates sure. enthusiasm for the market. That's a great, idea. but I hadn't thought about that because I, I could mm-hmm. I could understand market managers' frustrations because mm-hmm. uh, you know even. It's not their job to get people literally to buy your tomatoes. It's to get
1: warm bodies with Mm -hmm. cash who want food to the market. Yeah. And how do you take it from there? Right. Um, Yeah. Developing that relationship, something that is bringing your customer back to your page. And even five years ago, but 10 years ago, it would have been your website. And we still need websites, by the way, because that's where you tell your full story. But Facebook and Instagram, um, even LinkedIn, depending on who your target audience is, those are all ways to convey those daily messages like that. Carry on that conversation that keeps people involved and feeling like they have this relationship with you, which interestingly actually does develop. Um, I met you online. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So many people I've met online, and finally, when you do meet each other in person, you already know each other because you've had this relationship. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. no, there's
1: definitely a,
0: a much, much, much wider opportunity.
1: What, what's your recommendation,
0: die It's easy to get overwhelmed, right? I need, I need a Facebook page. I need an insta. Da, 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 da. I mean, how do you recommend navigating, particularly the? Online sphere today, mm-hmm. with obviously time constraints. It's funny, people keep portraying the internet as free advertising, but
1: it's not free, right? right. It takes it's time. a lot of thought <laughs> to and to do a lot well. of time. And um, that's something I want to talk about in the next episode um, uh, setting up a your brand and your marketing plan. And that all depends on what you determine your brand to be. For example, if in your farm stay your your bed and breakfast your major customer were retirees let's say um in your branding and farm pl- or marketing planning you would definitely not want to spend time on linkedin because they're retired and linkedin as we know is a more business oriented career social media that type of thing so planning that in advance um what your market is, and that's where you would decide where to spend your time. And I think another difficulty with the social media, and it's a generational thing, um, those of us who aren't millennials aren't used to the transparency that comes with putting yourself out there. Um, we kind of have to make that decision too. How much of ourselves do we want to share? And again, that goes back to your marketing and your branding um, who you are as an organization,
0: and there's ways to creatively slice that, right? Exactly. However, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I know, in the, no judgment call. I know some women who post a lot about their family and kids, and some mm-hmm. who don't. And it's all about the tomatoes and the vegetables, right. and both yeah. work. They
1: do. It just really yeah. is where you want to go with that. Yeah, and it and it it depends on your brand. Maybe your brand, when you've sat down and figured that all out, your major customers are families with young children, so of course they're going to be interested in your young children. Mm-hmm. Um, if we went back to your scenario, if your customers were retirees, they may not be so interested in how uh, a CSA owner is caring for her child while weeding the All the Legos you know, we have in the, the barn. Things, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that type of thing. You bet. Those are things um, in a, in a future topic, how we sit down and um, brainstorm all that and figure that out. Terrific. But that's a very good question. Well, stay tuned then, folks, because more from Di
0: on this establishing a brand in our next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to our In Her Boots podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Kiverest with the Moses In Her Boots Project. This episode's audio engineer was Liam Kiverest of techsocket.net. The podcast was brought to you by the Midwest Organic and Sustainable Education Service, MOSES. The mission of MOSES is to educate, inspire, and empower farmers to thrive in a sustainable organic system of agriculture. For more information on MOSES, in her boots, and a bounty of organic resources, check out mosesorganic.org.